I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. The following program is presented by the Nerdy Show Network, geeky programming for all nerds across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by a comic shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination. And with the generous support of listeners like you. To learn how you can support this and other fine geek programming, visit nerdyshow.com. Welcome to Nerdy Show, a weekly podcast dedicated to every facet of nerddom, from comics and video games to science and technology. If it's geeky, we've got it covered. Hi, I'm Cap. Hey, I'm Brandon. I'm Boar. And I'm Nikki. Let's talk about what's been happening lately, folks. We're on a little bit of an off schedule here. This is a weird month. December is usually sort of uh, problematic for, uh, <laughs> for, for everybody in their respective schedules. I know I've been uh, doing nothing but working nonstop. Mm-hmm. Um, if you checked out our prior episode, the our final boss for the year where we feature our top 20 nerdy things of the year um well that's what i've been doing i don't think any of mine made it. fun fact i was supposed to be a big part of that episode but i have been completely sick for like over two weeks it was great and and that that was most of what i've been up to did you you have the sniffles that everyone else had i i got like straight up bronchitis from it yeah you were sick the last time... Yeah, I couldn't even talk. Lame. Yeah. That's like an old person's sickness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lame, man. Basically, yeah. An old man. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so this is, uh, I guess this is our pre-Christmas episode. This is the last year. You might, might be the last you hear of us before the end of the year. We got some other stuff. Why isn't we'll our pre-Hanukkah episode? Has Hanukkah already happened? No, it's but... It's a post-Hanukkah it's, episode. It's pre, pre-Hanukkah. Is it pre-Hanukkah? Yeah. Yes. Is it? Yes. What, wait, what's the, what's the Hanukkah rules? I think it's like around Christmas, right? I should know this. I don't you're, know anything about it. You're Jewish, Brandon. <laughs> I mean, I grew up Jewish, but I don't remember the date. What I just like Kwanzaa? It, when did it's Kwanzaa the same day. Happen? The important thing is that on December 25th, it becomes almost impossible to do anything except watch <laughs> a movie, eat Chinese food, or buy donuts. Amen. So- <laughs> donuts? Yeah, yeah, because uh, generally they're run by uh, people from a different uh, non-white cultural background. Um, so there's lots of donut stores it's open. It's the ancient oh. traditional donuts. And Wawa. Holiday donuts. Yeah, the, yeah, the traditional <laughs> pre-fight donut. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the, the fighting in this case is, of course, with your family at, yeah. at the Yuletide. Well, see, yeah. that's why you don't hang out with them. That's your problem. I took care of that over Thanksgiving. <laughs> you, did you murder them? No, just... Oh, yeah, don't just, forget liquor stores. I think liquor stores stay open for the holidays. <laughs> I thought you were like, I killed my family during Thanksgiving, so I'm done. Crap. No. Buy yourself some blue label, dip a jelly donut in it. Mm. Merry Christmas to you. Oh. <laughs> Perfect. Sounds great. And then eat some lo mein. Oh yeah. Mm. <laughs> Noodles. Yeah, okay, so we, we there's there's plenty of stuff that's happened. We got lots of stuff to talk about. I played a video game I should have played months ago. Um What was it? Uh Quantum Break. Oh, that's right. I, I forget that you normally can't play video games now because you're so busy, so I'm really surprised. I, I made a little bit of time. I haven't finished it yet, but I, I can talk about that. Rogue One obviously came out. Now we do have a, 
a program dedicated exclusively to Star Wars talk, but uh, that only features me. The rest of you folks probably have some stuff to say about that. So, have we all seen it? I, yeah, yeah, we've all we've all seen it. Uh, Yay! We, we probably don't want to spoil it. Uh, the mm. the Death Star blows up. But like, <laughs> Luke, uh, no, Luke, it doesn't. Luke that doesn't gets, happen in the movie. Luke Skywalker gets killed in the first scene. <laughs> it sucks. It's terrible. It's awful. They all die. Yeah. Um, Okay, guys, uh, let me let me ask you. What would you say that the reaction? We'll we'll stop list, listing off things we're going to talk about and just get into things we're talking about. Uh, dive straight into row one. Uh, what what's the general reaction you've seen from people about about the film? I don't think I've ever seen anybody that had anything negative to okay. say. Really, well, I like see, it. I found a post where someone was like, "Hey, I saw this movie and the ratings. Like, ever, all my friends say it sucks ass." And then I like kept reading it. Really? And, right, and so then I'm like. He has to be trolling because I haven't heard anything bad. And he's like, all of my friends say it sucks. And I'm what? like, no, if any, if two friends, and they don't see movies. Right. I don't know. I have no clue, but I'm pretty sure it was a troll. Like, are they thinking of Rogue Squadron? I think they went and saw what's wrong with Rogue Squadron. I'm just saying they different. probably went to see Rogue One and got like Moana, whatever it's called. <laughs> Mona. I heard Moana's good. Uh, I ain't seen I it. I don't. <laughs> but if you were expecting storks. Star Wars and you I went mean, in there and you got, you know, my a Disney movie, you might be. Well, wait, oh, wait. Star Wars is a Disney. <laughs> oh. What isn't a Disney movie oh, these yeah. days? Everything. Everything's Disney. My my actual the only thing I didn't like about the movie. I actually have a few things I didn't like. So let me let me just say oh. there's two things I don't like about the movie. Without spoiling, one is the one is the music because it. What's didn't, wrong with the music? It. I don't think it was up to Star Wars standards. I was listening to the music throughout the whole film, and it like whenever it sounded like it was about to be almost like a John Williams score, it just like. It ended or just cut to a different part of the song where I was like, it didn't really feel that I great. Think, I, I think part of that has to do with the fact that this isn't a standard, like, Star Wars no, movie. No, I know. Like, it's not one of the episodes. But it's, the music could still be good. It's a side story, so it didn't have even, like, the fanfare of the same kind of opening. You know, you didn't have the the background, what was going on, the, mm-hmm. the scrolling letters and, you know, all that stuff. Well, here's, here's, so, a, here's something. Michael Giacchino, he wrote the whole score in a month because due to the reshoots, the guy who they got before had to drop out wow well they didn't great they didn't have the score exactly. written like like six months ago they changed the entire uh flow of the movie if you actually if you look oh at that's the trailers, right i remember when that happened people were like upset uh, the uh, the trailers feature um huge portions of of scenes that are not in the movie at all and couldn't occur in the movie for example do you recall the scene where Jin is walking down a platform and all of a sudden a tie fighter rises up to face her directly it's in every trailer hey don't get excited for that guys it's not in the movie I don't even remember that. Yeah, I have no idea. It probably wouldn't have worked in uh, the movie the way that it is. So. Well, I hope it's in one of the DVDs, but that just <laughs> sucks. Like, why would you put it in the... Tra- well, I mean, do, they've changed names of movies before. Do you remember but- Director Krennic and a platoon of stormtroopers walking through the water on mm. uh, on Scarif? Nope. Yeah. That didn't happen no. in the movie. It happened in the trailer. It didn't happen in the movie. Uh, so all the complaints about Rogue One that have been showing up are kind of due to just sort of confusion in a large part. And then also there's a couple things I want to say. I, I like the movie a lot. I love the movie. Full full spoilerific review over on State of the Empire, nerdyshow.com slash Star Wars. Um, two things I, I feel that everybody should be braced for. It's a good movie. It's a really good movie, in fact. But there are a couple moments of absolutely like cringe-inducing fan service. Or, or hilarious. Uh, fan service if you <laughs> and and i'll straight up tell you they disney uh has taken their uh tron legacy ant-man facial reconstruction to new heights resurrected an actor from the dead um 
and included that actor in a lot of scenes. I thought that was a little bit corny because yeah. Yeah. they didn't quite they didn't get to the other side of the uncanny valley completely. They didn't. And this movie's going to age really poorly. As he, a result. he was a little bit. He was too clean, and the lighting was really bad on him. Here, here's the thing. So, yeah, they, they basically rebuilt a character using CG. But if you watch Tron Legacy, or yeah, the, the second Tron movie, and you notice the CG Jeff Bridges, and how if you watch it today, it doesn't really stand, it doesn't really hold up. It's going to be the same thing in this movie. If yeah, you can get I couldn't past believe that. that Disney money was behind this either, because like uh, if Blizzard or Square did it, it would have looked so much better. Probably, in my opinion. Yeah. I, I think what sorry, no uh, worries. Real quick, what what hurt it? I feel is that if you have if you had a character that looked that good in a video game, you'd be like, damn, that looks real good. Yeah, but compared with everybody else, it just it looked off. It didn't. He was look like, like right next to people though. Now they yeah. they did that again yeah. at the end of the movie for like five seconds, and that was okay because it was really quick. I, I thought. Think so. Well, but anyway, I, well, yeah, that what, were, what were you saying, Nikki, before I interrupted you? That last scene did inspire me to go home and then watch another movie. So. <laughs> well, I know we can, we can safely say that this prequel to A New Hope leads directly into A New Hope. Right. Like literally yes. directly. It explains the scrolly bits that you're reading before. <laughs> the, like, it's amazing. The scrolly bits. <laughs> the scrolly bits. Uh, so uh, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. No. I really enjoyed having this new droid. Oh, yeah, like, K2. Oh, the, the Douglas Adams um, <laughs> Hitchhiker's Guide it, to the Galaxy robot? I love yeah. It. it was, that was, that's he, straight up what it was. It was the best one yet. I loved it. He did have more personality like than most of the like, other he's droids. He's possibly the most like badass droid. It's, no, in, it's interesting. There's, um, there's like a modern era of droid characters, and he's representative of it. For example, in. Star Wars Rebels, uh, Chopper, though he only speaks in whatever binary or whatever astromech speak, um, he's full of character and he's like right up there with K2 in, in so far as like sass capacity. And there's, <laughs> there's also, um, in the, in the Darth Vader comic, there's, um, Triple Zero and BT who are assassination droids and they're also just like, are they like the ones from, uh, Knights of the Old Republic? Maybe I, I never forget the name of that droid, but so. he was amazing too. Oh, the the kill the kill droid, the one. Yeah, the one that's, yeah, the one like, that's a, like. Yeah, I know what you're talking about, yeah. but I never never beat it. He was so. always wanting to like. He's kill a badass. Everybody. Yeah, yeah, he was awesome. It sounds like a similar droid. Yeah, sounds like that. But his conversational skills weren't extremely fluent. He was, I mean, he was a much older droid than than the ones in the Civil War era movies. But he looked great. The the new droid. Yeah. K2SO. Like, oh, no, I love Visually. I was, he was, he was killing me the whole movie. He was great. Yeah. But I sometimes just forget that he wasn't real. <laughs> like that this was an animated character. He was real. But yeah. I mean, I, I want to know, like, if they used. Oh, yeah. A, um, like, Alan Tudyk was there on set wearing stilts in what, if you've ever seen the behind the scenes photos for the recent Ninja Turtle films, they're wearing these, um, a kind of a gray, uh, bodysuit that has, sort of uh triangular glyphs on it so they can map uh using the the mocap yeah, technology yeah. so he's basically wandering around there in his in, in pajamas wearing stilts throughout all the scenes 
Nice. So all the dynamic hand motions and everything that he has, like all that expressiveness, that's because he was actually there doing it. I think that. that's one of the okay. problems possibly with Grand Moff Tarkin is they, they didn't oh! do enough. <laughs> that's that's, oh, so that's who it is, guys. Spoiler. I mean, well, but, whatever. Oh well. <laughs> I mean, he was in, he's in A New Hope. He's not a new character anyway. Grand Moff Tarkin's in the film. Grandma and, Tarkin. Grandma Tarkin's in there. <laughs> but Grandma but Tarkin's I, I think that's one ghost. of the reasons why he didn't make it to the other side of the Uncanny Valley is, is that his facial expressions and like talking and stuff wasn't correct they didn't have peter cushing there to map him well i mean they they could have gotten somebody that looks like him and acted i'm like certain him they something. probably had somebody perform and i know i know for a fact because we actually we reported his appearance in the film about maybe as six months to a year ago on state of the empire because if you like star wars news you should check it out the show we know our shit and they were trying to suppress that that was the thing that was happening but we we gotten some reports about it and um they they studied other films that peter cushing had been in um, at length to try to try to get him right, but it wasn't right enough. And I think yeah. I think it was made worse by seeing it in 3D. I saw it in 3D, and I think it was worse for it. Mm. But yeah, I want to see it again. I do too. In 3D. I want to go to IMAX. Yeah, I saw. What's weird is there was another character in the movie that should have looked a lot older than he was, I believe, but didn't look any different than the prequels that he was in. I don't want to say the name in case it's a spoiler. I don't really care. I assume. I mean, are you talking about Saw Gerrera, Forrest Whitaker's character, who everybody knows in the film? Yes. Was he the one? Was he the guy from the Get Down? What? Forrest Whitaker is in the Get Down. No, that's not him. Okay. okay. No, it's it's the guy who was um, the chief like advisor, or whatever, to Alderaan or whatever the hell. Or oh, oh, Jimmy Smith. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Bail Organa. Yeah, yeah, yeah sorry. everybody I don't knows know names. Bail Organa is in the movie. Everybody. But knows he didn't that. look any. He didn't look like he aged at all. Well, yeah. Really what's funny is he actually between um, episode three and now he pra- I think he aged exactly the right amount of years almost between films. So. When I first saw him, all I could say was Papa Fuente. Spends Papa a lot Fuente. of <laughs> He spends a lot of time in a back to tank. You know? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, he's just just chilling. Yeah, he was taking he was taking a back to bath when Alderaan got blowed up. So <laughs> probably was he probably was. Spoiler alert: Alderaan blows up. Can we get oh, <laughs> what? Are we gonna get the movie are about? Just, oh, are we gonna get that movie too? Is there gonna be a one off? Does that big like silver ball thingy that was shooting the green bits? Does that? Is that it's a able, disco ball? Is that able to blow up a planet? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, maybe you, I, I check out the next film, A New Hope. It's coming out in like uh, two years from now. Okay. <laughs> Can cool. we? Um, cool, cool. I really think it would be interesting to have a prequel um, on uh, Alderaan, showing like just like a two-hour love story between a couple. <laughs> like has nothing to do with with oh, Rebels God. or the Empire. There's an just episode like, of Dragon Ball yeah. Z that's exactly like that. <laughs> Wait, really? And then it just yeah. gets blown up by like Frieza or something. Or, yeah, yeah, there's an episode of Dragon Ball Z where uh, Vegeta and Nappa show up to this planet that's all these bug people. Oh, they're enslaved if they like fight yeah, to the death. They, they kind of <laughs> act like, what are they? They like o- help overthrow the government and they yeah. end up being like heroes to the, like the this race of people and they're yeah. like, you will go down in history as our greatest hero. And he's like, whatever. And then they're like, whatever. Like they were just kind of killing people for fun and we're going yeah. along with this stuff and then they're like this all is right like season one stuff yeah 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 it's like within the oh first season God, and then they're like all right this. bye and then vegeta blows the planet up yeah <laughs> <laughs> like so, as as two people are coming together like they're like oh you saved us and they're like I in love you. yeah like there's and then the reunited blows, lovers uh, and the planet's blowing up in the background that's when it was still good um <laughs> but yeah i think it would be great if there's just like the notebook but on alderaan and at the end of the movie they're just like making out and they just like and that's in the credits roll and just the imperial march theme just plays during the credits roll and that's it 
And then there's a scene. We'll just have C- uh, CGI Grandma Tarkin like just doing a little football dance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be great. That would be great. Um, did you guys stay after the credits for the Thanos scene? Yeah, I, man, I can't wait for that crossover. It's gonna be just so good. Death Star's powered by one of the Infinity Gems. But I, I found out. Whichever, yeah, it's a Kyber crystal. Whichever one, is, yeah, whichever one is that. Anyway, uh, we've been talking about Star Wars for way too long. So You're right. Let's move on. Uh, <laughs> so good. Go see Star Wars Ragu One. <laughs> the story of a pasta's journey to save civilization. Hmm. Mm. Okay. So, uh, Dirk Gently's uh, holistic detective agency. Yeah, Brandon brought up uh, Douglas Adams, and I was like, "Well, shit, this is like the perfect segue there." <laughs> but uh, Douglas Adams, uh, who is the author of Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, uh, had a book series called Dirk Gently's Holistic Detective Agency. And they recently, in a collaboration between BBC and Netflix, made a series of this. Uh, I don't believe they're using a storyline from any of the books. Like it seems like it's a it's a new uh, new thing with new characters, and it is fan freaking tastic. It's is like it my new Netflix? obsession. Where can I watch? Uh, <laughs> it's on Netflix if you are not in the United States. What does it make sense? Oh, <laughs> it will sucks. be on Netflix shortly. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, BBC America had to be able to air it first i guess okay. that's part of their deal um but it's on netflix in other countries right now if, so if you're the in interwebs. or just change my region got it yeah. yeah if you change your region you can probably watch it um you can stream like i think limited episodes online um but other than that you're gonna have to find it uh through other means by bbc america's release um but you said you watched an episode of it i right, did Kat? yeah i watched the first episode uh it was great had a good time it's super weird um i've always wanted to read dirk gently because i love douglas adams i've like grew up reading all the hitchhikers books and i just i never got around to, to dirk gently um and i mean actually what the one thing i've read is there's a posthumous release from douglas adams called the salmon of doubt which featured a story fragment of a story that was going to be a dirk gently hitchhikers crossover but features no characters from either things it's just he told his publicist that's what it was going to be <laughs> or something to that effect so i have read that um but it's interesting because in the first episode alone, he mentions something that I'm certain is from the second Dirk Gently book, The Long Dark Tea Time of the Soul. Oh, okay. He mentions, he mentions Thor. And he's like, oh, yeah, I mentioned Thor. And uh, so then some offhanded comment about Thor. And I'm fairly certain that Tea Time is about um, Dirk Gently meeting mythological figures, oh. uh, particularly Thor. Yeah, I have never read the books, but I, I really want to now. So this might be Marvel crossover? I mean, this book, this, this series might actually actively be designed as a follow-up. If you've read the first two books, you can then watch the see this series. That's possible. Yeah, it's it's possible. Um, I don't know that. I, I can't say that either because I haven't read the books. But uh, I did go through and uh, like looked on Wikipedia about it, and it doesn't seem like any of these characters that are in this series now were in the books, other than Dirk. So we should probably describe a little bit about the premise because it's kind of a complicated premise. Yeah, well, yeah, it's a super complicated by, by by its own very nature it's super complicated. Yeah. Uh I think the best way to t- talk about it is that Dirk Gently is a holistic detective which <laughs> What by, does that even mean? By right? his by his definition, he, uh, he just sort of goes with the flow of nature <laughs> and cases come to him. And he solves them simply by going about his regular business. So he doesn't make money. He doesn't look for clues, he doesn't uh he doesn't go for trying to shake down witnesses or use any sort of 
But he solves normal detective skills. He solves mysteries, though. He solves crimes. Yes, somehow. he does. So he's the luckiest detective. Well, it's it's because of his belief in the um a, a, a sort of law of chaotic order to nature that he knows that he can get from point A to point B by being assured in like by having his his direction and trusting in reality to give answers to him he can he can just kind of get to the inevitable conclusion that sounds like it an is excuse for laziness but it works so there's a little bit more to it than that but i don't know if i want to like i don't know if i want to spoil it because I, I watched the entire first season and it is it's my favorite thing that i've watched this year i think it sounds like the secret which is a book for like oh the oprah oprah book club book the secret yeah except <laughs> it, it's not no like oprah didn't write it but yes but uh, it, it's, I believe its presence in her book club is what kind of propelled it to, uh, inter- it's basically, if you can, if you can dream it, you can achieve it. Yeah. If you only think these thoughts, like if you even think like, oh, I don't like pizza, you're going to get pizza because you're thinking about pizza. <laughs> so just don't think, don't think about, about that. Pizza. Just Got keep it. your mind well, there's, clear. There's positive. another character that's really interesting too. That's a holistic assassin. <laughs> a character that I, I don't think, even know how I that think, works. I think it, I uh, basically Brandon. I think it's you minus the fact that you've never that I know of murdered someone. But yeah, I wouldn't but, be a good assassin if you knew. Yeah, her name is Bart, and she pretty much just kills whoever she feels like uh, at the time. But how? All right. But how is it? Oh, okay. The universe tells her who to kill. Oh, and 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 the character's like so. You're a murderer, and she's you know like no, universe. she's a holistic assassin. You know, you know what's really weird about that is oftentimes, and this is true, the universe tells me who to murder. I just haven't really done it yet. But I'll be at work, and I'll be like, the universe says I should really just kill the shit out of that asshole over there. But I just don't do it. Like the world would be a better place without that, but mm-hmm. it's there's just a not l- legal. There's a not lot yet. of like little support the purge. Little completely. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of like different factions in the in the first season that are sort of playing against each other, and uh, the way that they interact is just hilarious. Uh, It's got Douglas Adams's humor style down to a T. Nice, so good. You know, you know what's interesting about it is that the um, uh, the force behind the show, the executive producer, and at least the the writer director, I think, for the. um, first episode is Max Landis, mm-hmm. um, which is that that guy. I I actively enjoy everything of his that I've ever read, and I'm not sure I'm not sure how I feel about him as a he he turned me off as a let's say personality in the Twitterverse. I don't like the things he says. Uh-huh. The things of his that I read that he's written, I can't deny it. That guy's really goddamn talented. Uh, he did a, a, a miniseries this year called Superman American Alien, just a six six part thing takes place in its own continuity. One of the best Superman stories I've ever read. Huh. Hmm. That sounds awesome. Um, it, it's it's very much about the the idea of a very modern telling of Superman, Clark Kent, what he would be like in this day and age. Um, kind of being a little bit more, uh, more of a teenager, more open, more reckless. Mm. Um, like impersonating brute, like find seeing a yacht in. I've, I've it's at this point it's been months since I've read it, so I'm probably recounting this wrong. But like seeing a yacht out in the Gulf. Um, and dropping in on it and everyone mistakes him for Bruce Wayne because he's a dark haired teenager and he's like, sure, mm. I can pretend to be Bruce Wayne. And then like, <laughs> <laughs> not, not knowing him at all. Right. So, yeah. yeah. Um, it, it, it's great. Check it out. Yeah. Um, and, and check out Dirk Gently because it, it's really good. If you can definitely, find it. Yes. Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, it'll be on Netflix soon. It will be on Netflix. Like in so early 2017. If you, if you have patience, you'll, you'll get to watch it on Netflix. Otherwise, I encourage you to find it in any way possible. 
Now, uh, something that came back recently that I didn't I didn't realize, and I totally would have mentioned this in our top twenty episode because it sort of pertained to it. Um, you know, this year we mourned the passing of the recent Muppet series, and one of our top twenty nerdy things was Doctor Teeth and the Electric Mayhem performing their first ever live show at Outside Lands Music Festival. Well, a couple weeks ago, Pigs in Space came back. Wait, the show in what form? A web series. Oh, and so it's like YouTube or something. Yeah. Via the Muppets channel. I haven't got a chance to check it out yet. It's great. Is it like 15 minute segments? Five? It's, it's it? like a five, five minute segment. Okay. Three, three to five minutes. Um, it's a little short. The first one's a parody of Alien. The second one's a parody of Gravity. Um, and like, they're, it's fantastic. It's, it's top shelf Muppets. Who is, who is doing this? The same people who did the voice acting and puppeting for, uh, um, they just like, the, the, the television oh, series. Oh man, the Muppets got canceled. Well, screw it. We're going to make a web series. About I guess. In space. I, I mean, that's I, what they did with Top Gear. They're like, oh, Top Gear, you want to like fire everybody? Okay. Well, here, we'll, we'll come out with the show online. Yeah. They're, they're regretting that now. I think Why? it's an Amazon series. It's, it, it I no, I know um, the BBC is BBC is it. probably. Oh, oh, to be fair, Jeremy Clarkson re- deserved he, to get fired. Yeah, so. he they didn't. A guy they didn't out, have but, a lot you know. of choice. Yeah, but you know, you can only assault so many people I, and say I, so many I racist mean, things. I, I love Top Gear, but that guy's a piece of shit. That's the reason I like him on the show because he's a piece of I shit. But him. he's a piece of shit as a person. Yeah, to I know. Other people. It's, it's mm. conflicting. It sucks, but he's really good. I mean, if you, it's like if you, if you loved The Apprentice, and you're like, I just can't. Donald Trump, though, hmm. mm, he's a funny character, but president, uh, but he's like a cute, he's a funny I, guy. I would much rather have Jeremy Clarkson as a president, though. So I don't, I don't, I don't actually know that that actually, would be a good true, but we'll see. I take Hammond. Well, oh, yeah, I well, think anyway. he would be an awesome president. We'd have like pizza party Fridays. Or James May, the most boring one. We would have the most boring four years, but but it, it would, would be it relaxing would be a, and very detail oriented. I love James May and all of his his shows about random crap that he likes. Everything would be clean and everything would be listed and orderly. They always like shut him off on the show, and it's just like, no, I was actually interested in what he was about to say. He's so pleasant. He he, he, if you see his actual standalone shows, like it's just two hours of that of him just going into like a yeah. toy or like a vehicle or something it's really good i have them ready on my list <laughs> <laughs> but yeah check out pigs in space we'll link to it on this episode's <clears throat> page they're great uh i can't wait to see more and and what i said was if this if you know if, if muppets getting canceled means that we get more stuff like this it's a fair trade this is better mm-hmm. it, more stuff like this is better so hopefully it works out for them um now there was a thing that happened uh a, a commercial came out recently for uh, a product was it arby's <laughs> commercial <laughs> no 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 it's a different commercial uh it, it's the the gear the gate box virtual waifu oh, is it actually yeah. called the virtual waifu do they actually are they actually i think they, I think they do it, they yeah. do market it as a wife so yeah. oh man so if you haven't seen this commercial again we'll link to it what it depicts is a, ja- a young japanese salary man a lonely lonely japanese salary man yeah he just i mean like he he's he's scrawny he's depressing he's not, he's not really attractive at all he's not oh. the sort of person you normally see in a commercial i don't think he, i right. i mean I'd, I'm, I'm, I'd saying, I'm, that I'm saying like if you if you look at i mean i'm saying if you look at the way commercials are oh, okay. produced sure he's not in like a korean boy band they, they, model, oh like, okay he, no okay i got usually, he wasn't pretty usually a commercial shows you the person you want to be i got you and this is more the person you actually are. <laughs> okay. Sorry, I got defensive. I'm like, he wasn't that bad looking. No. Like, he could. I'm sure. You really have a crush on this guy. We offended well, you. Yeah. There, there <laughs> is no, actually a, um, <laughs> a subsection of Japanese males that just reject women altogether. So it might not be They're that called samurai. he can't get a woman. It might just be that he 
doesn't want one because they're too much trouble. Maybe he's asexual. Like, yeah, that's and that's fine. He doesn't. You don't. You don't need to have a sexual relationship or any relationship at all to be valid as a person. It just, However, it's Bushido, the ancient art of brotherly love. <laughs> <laughs> how, how, however, this commercial uh, suggests that you do how you do need companionship. You have no friends. You have no no one waiting for you to get home. But you may want. A weird cylinder with a holographic anime girl inside of it. Your own little Hakune Mitsu, uh, or however you say her name. Um, it looked pretty neat in the hologram from what they were showing, but I don't know if that's accurate. <laughs> uh, yeah, basically this depicts the day in the life of a man who has a emotional relationship with a virtual wife who's a hologram inside of a cylinder. This is a real pro- uh, product. You can buy it for what? How many yen? Uh, a million. Quite a lot. It, it- <laughs> It, it translates to about $2,700 in American. Jeez. Holy cow. To be fair, though, it is like a complete smart, I think it's a smart home system. Like, you can mm. run your lights and, it's, and everything. It's, it, it, From the what com- they showed, the it, can, it can yes. turn your lights yeah. on and off. An he Amazon was, Echo Dot that you can buy for like around 30, 50 40. bucks uh, can do everything that this thing can, can it do. Drink tea with, can you drink tea while you're watching a movie and eating? It, other, and other, than, other than having yeah. a holographic little girl and... Can you text your Echo? Yeah. And be like, hey, I'm coming home, sweetie. That's okay, I'll turn the lights I on. I meant have for you home seen automation. The, have you seen the commercial? <laughs> but, yeah. That's actually. exactly what he did. He was texting her. And, and then, she's a chatbot. Well, that's why he so was saying, replies. can the Echo do that? Which it can't. Oh. He was trying to take my saying oh. that the, <laughs> the smart home capabilities of this thing don't exceed that of an Amazon Echo, I which see. is only around $50. <laughs> he was he was trying to say that the you know the twenty seven hundred dollars might be justified in in its functionality, but and no, I have not a really. waifu pillow you can use combo breaker boom. <laughs> I I actually don't know the full functionality of it. I just know it interacts with you in really weird, strange. They were a little bit ways. vague on it, but my guess surprise, is that if surprise. you had something like uh, <laughs> Samsung Smart Things, which has like Z Wave control, or you had um, any Amazon Alexa controllable. Like light switches or light bulbs or Samsung, uh, the Philips Hue, anything like that. Those could be turned on and off and use, uh, you know, something like IFTTT or, um, whatever you just said. Voice control. IFTTT? You don't know that? No, you don't. That's my favorite band. If this, then that. It's a, it's a popular automation thing. We actually use it for Nerdy Show for a few things that Cap probably isn't even aware of, but, uh, auto posting to Reddit. Yep, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, learn something. I'm going to forget uh, in an hour, but anyway. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I could talk about that website for a while. So back to virtual waifu. I mean, I know some people that might want that. I mean, we know some people who oh, talk about I waifus know. all the time, and I don't know if they're into this or not. My I think I saw half a dozen people that one, were like, like oh, period. yeah, I want one. But I don't, I don't see the point because... Can you be mean to it? The hologram looks like it's just <laughs> a two-dimensional thing. It is. So, but we're that's not too expensive. A hologram, yeah, but, but it can like move it's, around. It's that in cheap it. sort of hologram where you're really just looking at a 2D thing mm-hmm. that kind of it, like, you can look at though. from any perspective. Right. Yeah. Uh, hmm. 
garbage. Is it worth twenty seven hundred? No. In your opinion? No. Okay. no. Well, not I mean, even close. The problem is and the chance of the functionality being uh, even a, a portion of what's shown in that commercial is just unlikely. Well, they were they were advertising like it had some sort of great AI, like it would understand your feelings and like you know it would. That's interact what the commercial with you. showed me. When you're sad or when it suggests something, it's because it knows you. Right. It gets to know you and learn. It's it it's not going like to be any better than Cleverbot. And if you've ever had a conversation <laughs> with any sort of a bot on the internet. <laughs> Uh, how are you, you know doing? How, how are you doing? You know how they can seem sort of real-ish for a little bit, but that's only if you're saying well, the right I things don't see to why it. it has do you remember to be... Eliza back in like middle school? I do. Yeah, it's been so long. Hey Eliza, what are you doing tonight? I don't know, Brandon. What are you doing tonight? <laughs> hey, what's your favorite color? I don't know. What is my favorite color? Thanks, Eliza. I wonder how she's doing. Yeah. <laughs> she wonders how you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it just somehow changes your question slightly and throws it back at you. That's uh, great. It's going to pass the Turing test any yeah. day now. <laughs> That's uh, the thing is like artificial intelligence can't pass Turing tests yet. Like there's no good conversational artificial intelligence yes, there is. yet. Where? Oh my God. Give me a phone. I mean, Watson is probably <laughs> the closest thing to it, but there's no way that this thing has... I heard if you hook up like twenty PS4s, you can for- <laughs> make, make an chappy. AI pretty, pretty, re- pretty well. And with the PS4 Pro, probably only half that. <laughs> let's just keep talking about this virtual waifu here. Now, uh, uh, it's hmm. can you virtual have sex with her? It look here's here's an interesting thing about about me about her. Does uh, a flashlight come out of the top. It. I've been talking about it as a canister. What it looks like is a coffee maker that has one unit canister instead yeah. of the coffee canister. It's all one tube, kind of. Um, it's very weird looking, and it uh, and it does. Jeez, oh, I just don't know. You guys got to see this commercial. De- uh, Arceus from from Nerdy Show. He he had some great commentary on. It. He said this commercial is fucking depressing. If this were a movie trailer, you'd know you were in for something trashic. <laughs> And Sean Lawler said it's going to turn into the movie Her, except that honestly, she she ain't that good. She ain't nowhere near that good. What what do we got here, Nikki? What you, what you pulled up? What she brought this? up a picture of a robot <laughs> of just uh, of just a random robot. Just because oh, no, they the can, top one, she's just because they can make some like lifelike features. Doesn't no, mean that... listen to the conversation. Oh my! Gosh. I want to have an argument about AI right now. Let's you... do it. What what is it? What are they saying in it? What's so great about? She it? can hold a conversation like this robot head it's attached to a body as well but it can actually process things including feelings and her own opinions well i mean there's i there, mean of course it's still a computer there's a couple uh, do inter- you think that it's capable of holding conversations that are meaningful enough that you would want to talk to it for several months <laughs> the video is labeled hot robot at south by southwest says she wants to destroy humans yeah so she yeah. ends up coming to an inevitable conclusion that she should destroy humans and honestly I think it might be real then, Boar, because that is the logical conclusion for any AI. Yeah, that's if you true. listen to how that. they get, it's funny how she gets to that. This part. is creepy. I can't look at her face. I don't know why they said hot because she looks like my grandma. I, d- I think it's because <laughs> Grandma Tarkin. That's what it looks like. They should have just used one of those. They should have just used one of those to do him. It would have been just as good. Like to do him? Yeah, to do him. To do Grandma Tarkin. Grandma Tarkin. Uh, oh, okay. And, and, an animatronic for Gram- Grandma Tarkin instead of the CGI compositing. Yeah. Play gotcha. guitar. It'll be great. But yeah, it has like facial recognition, so it can tell like your facial emotions as well as. Well, there's also uh, the Pepper Bot that can also grind pepper. Supposedly, no, it peppers her name. <laughs> okay. Uh, but it's another like Japanese robot that is supposed to be used for interacting with people, mm. uh, even as a point of sale. 
type of a thing. And I've, yeah, I, the one the one stands the one that there was a recent uh, or maybe last year there was a news article about someone um, someone beating up this robot. Yeah, and, and they talked about robot rights and so right. on. Right. Yeah, a guy a guy f- physically assaulted the robot, and there was a discussion that briefly happened about yeah. About Why did he the, assault the, rights. the robot? I, I forget. It's been a Is while. Is this the one now. that was like standing in the mall and it looked really like really like. A like, person that like you almost could almost couldn't tell, but you knew it was no. kind of off. No, this one, this one oh. intentionally looks like a robot. Oh, okay. What's interesting about one. the um the the disembodied robot head that you you showed us, Nikki, is that it's actually there's another. This is the Caucasian version of something else that exists. There's two of these things now of that uses use an animatronic head as an interface for an artificial intelligence. Um, Martine Rothblatt, the woman who um was a, a basically the, the major force behind the the creation of uh, Sirius. Uh, satellite radio mm-hmm. um she's working on a, a number of transhumanist projects to help humanity ascend to a form of uh, virtual con- consciousness data consciousness and uh her wife who is still alive is in the process of being essentially downloaded into an artificial intelligence and there's a virtual there's a, a ai version of her wife and there's the flesh and blood version of her wife they both exist is that legal um the the legislation does not yet exist for this particular and instance. Um, you can you can hold full conversations with her. There's many um uh many 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 different videos of uh of of her her operating as well. Please send me that. We'll link to all yeah. of them on this episode's page. Oh my god! Where can I get a USB, preferably a USB three, installed in my like brain or, <laughs> or, or maybe the back your, of what my about neck. your what about your wrist so you can jack into people's dreams oh i would love yeah. that yeah why perfect. wouldn't you want usb c mm-hmm. it's so much faster i don't because i don't even and know what smaller. a c is so what's a usb c it's a lot faster than three so they made another one now after three yeah okay. it's it's the the mach 4 razor of uh or turbo <sighs> how I, many blades are on it five at least seven it's too many <laughs> at, at that point if you can't cut whatever's off of you with seven blades then it's a tumor you should see it. You should see a doctor. Anyway. But back to uh, waifu in a pod. I I have an alternative. <laughs> okay. For people that don't want to spend quite that much money, that maybe want a similar or maybe even better experience. Go for it. My alternative is to just get a virtual reality headset and the virtual waifu sex simulator program. Wait, do they have one of those? Yeah, and a flashlight. And then an Amazon Echo, and you've got a better experience. <laughs> Do you have this program? I think he has all of I these I think he things. has this. Wow. I actually don't have virtual well, reality I, I, because I sold oh, it immediately. Right. Well, now I want oh. one. Oh. Why? Yeah, I'm just saying, if you want a better experience, get all of these things together, and then you can I have want, a more fulfilling automated house i want dedica to come home and see me on top of the fleshlight <laughs> in the living room because on there's a virtual yeah i think he'd be sitting down virtual anime girl in a maid outfit was just serving well, me if he tea spends a little bit more you get one of those you know <laughs> the full body things what do they call those the, the uh haptic suits oh the light no no no, the, no, like, no the light the, doll um, thing yes oh, yeah. yeah the real doll that yeah because yeah, they're, they're crazy expensive they're really expensive. They're as expensive as this this yeah. AI thing. They might be more yeah. expensive. Well, I mean, people spend a lot of money on weddings. <laughs> You're right. Fuck <laughs> yes. weddings. You can't so dumb that little pod, though. You could have, That's all I'm saying. You could have a virtual wedding now. Why bother spending thousands of dollars on a real wedding when you can all We've been doing that reality? forever on Second Life. Come on. <laughs> oh, God. I just want to... Uh, I miss the mayor of, both, I miss both, the mayor of Second and Life. And every <laughs> MMO ever. Uh, yeah. Both Brandon and I are ordained ministers, so if you'd like to be wed by someone from Nerdy Show, you know who to call. Mm-hmm. Ghostbusters. Oh wait. <laughs> Can I really though? 
Uh, Maybe I'll bring should, a hawk. I, not we'll you. I've, <laughs> I've done weddings before. I've done them. I've, I have done them. I, mar- I married Doug and Nina. <laughs> I'm going to call you. With, with a custom Ghostbusters X-Files hybrid um, ceremony vow thing. I don't know if or when I'll ever actually get married, but if and when I do. You know who to call. <laughs> I like cats. Oh, would you like me to marry you to a cat? I can certainly do that. Can we have virtual cats instead of like a virtual wife? We got we got fifty states. It's got to be legal in one of them. We had that in the late nineties. It's true. It is legal in some states. Yeah, I remember cats, C A T Z, and dogs, D O G Z. Oh, and hamsters, H A M P T Z. Oh, that game for the DS. Who got it for you or Sandy? But it was Sandy. Well, I played like seventy hours. It, it, hamsters. It was so. It good. was little cats and dogs that would live on your desktop. Yeah, that's dumb. I got the hamsters. What I really just had good. real cats and dogs. There was also horses. Gross. With a Z. I know. It was there foul. Were, yeah, there were horses, and I think. <laughs> and then there was strippers with a Z. <laughs> <laughs> when funny enough, they were also in a cage, and you had to take care of them and oh. feed them. Yeah. Or else they would shit and die on themselves. Anyway. <laughs> just like real life. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, cool. Okay. Hey. So, did you know that you can support us saying these offensive things? Why, that's true. <laughs> We're entirely listener-supported. We wouldn't say these awful things if it wasn't for you supporting us. Um, and we'll say the awful things you want us to say as well. Though, in fact, we will... We are That is subject to... We, if you say something awful, we might not say it. But we'll have a conversation with or you Or I first. might happily say it. Or depending on... Yeah. You bore, you've... you've I haven't had any negative shout-outs. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. For a while, but I'm, I'm missing them. So come on, patrons. <laughs> it has been a while, and we don't actually have any shout-outs, but we do have some new patrons. Nikki, who are new patrons? We have Mike Swabby and Thomas Lewis. Welcome, fellows. Welcome very much to the Nerdy Show family. Those folks are supporting us on Patreon. There's a number of different tiers you can back us at, but all your money, even a dollar, helps tremendously. Helps support Nerdy Show. Um, there's a lot of different ways that you can... It all adds up. It all does all, it does all it add adds up. It adds up. If you're given a dollar, you're, you're fantastic. We love you. We love you long time. So long. Very long. Much longer than that weird little pod lady that cost a lot of money. Don't I don't know. Oh. She's got a long battery life, probably. Look, hey, look, invest that money in Nerdy Show. That that much that much a month as much as cost that gear thing. We can hire like a Doug and a half, and he'll just talk to you. Man, or if, if everybody that was gonna buy one of those sent that fat Skrilla our way, man, we would be in such a good spot. Send your waifu money over here. Or if you're gonna buy a waifu anyway, and you can get it on the Amazon, the Amazon. I, I mean, I actually don't know if it will ever be available on Amazon, but if it is. And you go through our link, we will get a sizable amount of that. We, we really will. Uh, shop- I think we'll get even well, like $27. You can, you can definitely get 
those other things you yeah, were the talking about. Yeah, the stuff I was talking about. You could get the Amazon Echo and flashlight. Yeah. The sex whole, sex toys you can get virtual, virtual reality, reality. Yeah. everything you can get on Amazon. Yeah. So if you're if shopping, you want the <laughs> alternative that I spelled out earlier. If Go you've already shopped, link. if you've already shopped for Christmas using Amazon and didn't use the link, well, thank you. Look on this episode's <laughs> page, and we'll have the uh, Boar's alternative waifu <laughs> package <laughs> linked, and you can help out Nerdy Show and have a better experience with your virtual waifu. If you go to nerdyshow.com/support, you'll see the link to the Patreon page. You'll see the link to the Amazon, or links. go to nerdyshow.com/waifu kit. Oh boy, that doesn't work. I- it uh, will. It, oh, it will. <laughs> it exists now. Unless I forget, but it will, I guess. Uh, but we got some Amazon <laughs> shout-outs, actually. Um, uh, we, got, we got some fine folks who bought stuff on Amazon and then wrote us in to tell us about the stuff that they bought on Amazon. Oh, good. It works. Tell us. What did they buy? Well, why don't you tell us what they bought, Brandon? Oh, geez. Okay, here we go. This is from uh, Jeffrey McSorley. And it says... You guys bought my brother a three-month PS Plus subscription to tide him over so he won't lapse while his money goes into a new apartment. He's couch surfing the rest of December while he sets up uh, sets up at his new place. Merry Christmas to my older brother, Tim, and Merry Christmas, Nerdy Show. Thank you. It all, but it says you guys at the beginning. Is that a typo? Is that real? No, it's, you, you, got, you guys bought, well, I guess... Like we bought him? Well, like he bought through us. I think it was an implied, there's an implied word missing, like you guys I bought. Oh, okay. Like, I was a little yeah. confused. Like, wow, did we, are we buying gifts? That's great. That, might, that might even be my fault. I might have even copied <laughs> That's probably it wrong. I will fault. say that Let's a, just blame it on Cap. a three-month PS Plus subscription is kind of worth it because they have two to three free games every month, so it's like nine free games. And it works on Vita, and there's different games, too. But if, you're, if, you're, uh, We're playing online. if your membership lapses, though, you can't play them anymore. Yeah, you have to you, resubscribe. You'd have to resubscribe to get Well, you get access to any of the online stuff, including the free stuff, so sure. it works. It's pretty yeah. good. And we got another one from Cerebral Paladin. And he says, just got done doing some Xmas shopping for the wife and daughters on Amazon. Used your link. Hope my very non-nerdy purchases can be turned toward nerdy purposes. Yeah. Nice. I like that. He's a poet. He's a real mm-hmm. poet. Now, I, I actually, I dug through the Amazon purchases that have happened this month so far, and I want to give a shout out to the person whose item gave us the most money. <laughs> um, it was not the most expensive item, but it was the one that based on the percentages, because like depending on the kind of item it is, Amazon will give us a different percentage oh, really? I cut didn't know of that. it. Cool. So in this case, the Makita 507F uh, seven and a quarter inch circular saw is the, <laughs> is the winner. I like that we're almost like spying into people's purchases. Like we what they I, bought. I have no idea who bought this. I, oh, okay. I thought you were going to say something that I bought for a second. <laughs> and then I was like, circular saw? No, not a circular saw. Circular saws we, are expensive. We, 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 well, this was only a hundred bucks, but oh. we got $6.93 from it. Ooh, that's pretty good. And the uh, the, the number two, and this is 6%. The, the number two thing we got $5 from World of Warcraft Legion online game code. Oh. Ah, so pretty good. How do we get five dollars? That's uh, tur- a lot. Turns that. out, game codes. Apparently, we got a hell of a cut from it. Like five dollars straight up for a game purchase. That's that's, that's unusual. Awesome. So buy video games via Amazon, and if you they get twenty percent off new games that's and part circular of their- saws too. Apparently, <laughs> and if you pre-order games, not only do you get the twenty percent off, but they have release day shipping. Yeah, and you help support Nerdy Show. So if you're a man or a nerdy man and you want power tools and video games, please buy them through the Amazon link. Excuse you. Or if you're a woman who wants to buy um, tools and to video buy games, them. okay, okay, I want them for Christmas. For Christmas, got it. If you want to buy Nikki a circular saw, um, I, I do. Thank you. <laughs> a Dremel and a ball peen hammer. I heard using a Dremel is better for filing your nails down. Right. 
We use it on birds all the time. It works really well. Okay, she's nodding. She's nodding her head. <laughs> well, then you didn't really hear it. That's like you have firsthand knowledge. Yeah. Anyway, whatever. Have Have you dremeled a, a bird's talons, Brandon? Yeah. He's no, it dremeled works really many well. a bird. <laughs> it It works really well. You kind of need a dremel. If you I, use a nail file, it's going to take all day. Yeah. So. I used to do stage crafting. So for Christmas one year, I actually did get a bunch of power tools. It was awesome. If, I got if you really ever need excited. more, you know where to That's go. That's what I'm saying. One time for Christmas, I got power wheels. Ooh. Did, did How you, long ago was yeah, that? Pow, pow, it power was like, wheels. <laughs> it was last year. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it, was the, it was the Corvette, the Power Wheels Corvette. Oh. Boar, what, it was I, a little SUV. I, okay, yeah, I was going to ask what, anyway. kind of, what kind of pow, pow, power wheel you got. Yeah, it was a little, I don't know, like maybe a Jeep or something. And it, mm. it, was, it was eons ago. Yeah. Do you remember the nin- like the Kawasaki Ninja Power Wheels? Uh, you mean ka- yeah? Ka- uh, I, actually, what's what's interesting is Kawasaki the, Ninja's rule because Kawasaki Ninja's cool. Yeah, I remember that. Oh, that, why? those things were up to twenty minutes of fun at a time. <laughs> <laughs> it's better than a Sega Game Gear. Yeah. <laughs> See our previous episode of Nerdy Show for more um, commentary on yeah. the Sega Game Gear. Um, <laughs> we actually have a, we have a letter. Uh, Nathaniel Craft, aka Crafty Bastard, wrote in and he said, I hope you and the gang are doing well. Uh, the nerd casting the multiverse Thanksgiving special was fantastic. Quite possibly my favorite Thanksgiving special of all time. Take that, Charlie Brown. While it would probably be unfair to point out favorites, the quinoa was standout for me, as was Underground Radio. The, th- <laughs> the three of you as lizard people and Tony as the beleaguered human. Uh, human slave just makes me giggle. Um, and I, I am very flattered that we could outdo Charlie Brown. That's my goal in life for all holidays. Yes, human giggle. <laughs> it was Charles Schultz. Nothing but a human meat bag ready for breeding. Someday we'll get him to cry and we'll get those delicious tears <laughs> to solve the baby. We'll sample his peanuts. <laughs> 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 is it weird that I don't like Charlie Brown at all and I don't get what the big deal is? Hey, you know what? Uh, unpopular opinion? I don't either. Yeah, it seems kind I, of I've boring. Never, I've, never, I've never understood it. You don't think it was funny when he kicked the football? Oh! Well, he didn't kick he the football. I'm really no, upset. I, 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 I didn't really, like it either. That bitch kept taking the football and she <laughs> needs to go down. And you see? <laughs> yeah, whatever it is. I like Snoopy and Woodstock. Those because well, they're cute animals. I was too That's young true. when Woodstock happened. <laughs> Actually, I wasn't even around. Well, I, 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 in my previous life, though, I was. If if I if I flipped open the funny pages as a child, and something was happening with uh, with Snoopy being the Red Baron, I was like, "Oh, this mm-hmm. is interesting." But if it was Charlie Brown and friends doing stuff, I'd read it and I'd be like, "What am I missing here? Why is it so popular?" Yeah, it's yeah. just like Marmaduke. Am I right? Like, what's the big deal? That I fucking dog. Like Marmaduke. Mm. Mm. Family circus. What's the deal, I'm right? I'm so easily amused. So God, <laughs> it's a dog. <laughs> I mean, I, I, pretty much. <laughs> yes, but, uh, If you boil it down to what things that I actually enjoy from the funny pages, it was the Far Side and Calvin and Hobbes, and that's it. Yeah, Calvin Hobbes is pretty good. That's about yeah. it. Though. All the children were laughing at Garfield, and I was like, "Hey, I liked Garfield. He children? hated Mondays. Cow, cow tools. Didn't you really like the detailed Bible ones at the bottom, like the Bible comics? Oh, you Garfield. never see those." What about Garfield? Garfield. No. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no. No. Oh my god. Oh, you're not joking. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm, so I'm so sorry. No, I, I tears. I, there was there was a point in time in my youngest of days when I did like Garfield and then I was like obsessed. Now, now I'm very cynical. Before your brain developed and yeah. you knew any better. I, I, I yeah. watched I watched Garfield and Friends. I watched that show. 
Mm. Um, it's because you had the hots for normal. We all did. <laughs> Wait, was normal a guy or a girl? Why does this matter? You but... had the hots regardless, didn't you? Yeah, I mean, whatever. Normal's the cutest kitten. That's right. I mean, that, you know what that There's makes no you, gender. You know what that makes you, Brandon? What? No, what does it make me? <laughs> Better off dead. Um, <laughs> uh, Nathaniel Craft also said, I just listened to the latest Dungeons and Doritos. So cool to have it back and ongoing. Thanks and happy holidays to you and the crew. Ew. Thanks, man. And I'm happy to have Dungeons and Doritos back as well. If you haven't checked out the new episode, head to DungeonsandDoritos.com. I really need to start. Slash Crunch. I don't know. That's, nope. not, that's <laughs> not a real thing. Well, now it is. Now you got to add <laughs> Slash Crunch. We're back monthly. We're back monthly for the first time in years. Uh, it was bi-monthly for a while, and then it just wasn't coming out, and now it's monthly. I'm going to start. I'm going to start Are listening you? to it at some point. You should. I, I, I really, episode one. I would really love to hear what you think. Maybe someday you could be in it if you want. to. I might to. hate it. I don't know. We'll see. Well, hey... How much do you like Triforce Mike uh, being chaotic and cantankerous? It really depends on my mood. It really <laughs> depends. Every day is different. Well, okay. <laughs> okay. Anyway, back to topics. Back to topics. I played a video game. Uh, I, played, I played Quantum Break. It came out in the spring of 2016, and I wanted to play it immediately then and there. I just didn't get around to it. I was too busy with Fallout, which I still haven't finished uh, Nuka World, and... Uh, Someday, someday I'll finish it, and someday John West and I will do that uh, that episode talking about the Fallout expansions. But it hasn't happened yet. So, Quantum Break is the n- the newest game by Remedy, the studio that brought you Max Payne one and two, and Alan Wake, one of my favorite games of Ooh, all time. Max Payne was really good. Quantum Break is really good. It's a very weird game. It's a very very weird game. It's for the Xbox One because Microsoft kind of bought into the studio. Um, the graphics are impeccable. They look top notch. And it is a time travel game. It's about a time travel experiment that goes horribly wrong. And uh, you get sort of imbued with some time travel capabilities while, and in that very instant, a paramilitary group ha- uh, just sort of swoops in there and are actually part of, the, the, w- the way time travel works in this, it's actually very fascinating. It's very complicated. I'm going to try to, hi, Nikki, raise your hand. What's up? Uh, 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 sorry. <laughs> <laughs> She's just broken. <laughs> oh, like time and quantum break. Sorry, no, I'm thinking of Quantum Leap, and it's sounding... No, you don't leap into other bodies. No. I, I don't it, think. Actually, Cap showed me some gameplay from this earlier, and I I, is it anything I made a Quantum Leap joke. He did. He did. <laughs> yeah, as you're saying it, I'm like looking at him like, am I the well, only was, one who he was hearing this? The, the character was freezing time it's called- and, and just sort of hopping around okay. uh, through this frozen mm. debris. And I said that he just hopes that his next leap will be his leap home. <laughs> That's actually, I. It's a pretty good joke. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's it's the way time travel works is a time travel machine was built in 1999. Um, Obviously, and, and time you can only go back as far as the moment that the time travel machine was built, hmm. and you can only and you can go forward to what people soon realized was the end of time, a moment where time is completely broken. Everything is generally frozen except for these weird sort of ghostly apparitions that sort of wander through it. I haven't seen it yet in the game. But I've only heard people talk about it. Spoilers. Um, well, I mean, it uh, doesn't even happen. <laughs> it was spoiled for him, so. Yeah. But uh, essentially, you're you're this guy who gets caught up in all this, um, whose best friend and uh, brother Al? are involved. No. Oh. Um, is it Ziggy? <laughs> Ziggy's a computer. Um, let, let me let me let me paint a scenario for you because that's probably the best way to describe this game. You're on a bridge, and a stutter in time happens. That's where everything spontaneously freezes. You can walk through it be- because you're Im- imbued with these chronon particles. So everything's frozen, and all of a sudden, boom! It's not anymore. And a ship, a freighter, 
smashes into the bridge as though it were on fast forward because in its timeline, it didn't see that the bridge was frozen. So all of a sudden, time stutters, everything wakes up, huge, calamitous explosion on the bridge, but time is still stuttering. It's skipping like a scratched record. So you are caught in this explosion, and everything is in various f- elements of freefall, and you have to then try to navigate the debris on this explosion to survive. Oh my god! And and there'll be things that are stuttering, like a car is like continues to explode and f- and like flip across the only path through. So you have to create a, a time bubble that lasts for a fraction of a second, and then sp- use a super speed to speed your way through. Is this just the like the opening of the game? This is chapter four in the game. Oh, wow. neat. Um, it's super cool, very detailed. I heard some positive things about the game. The negative aspects that I heard, which could also be positive, I guess you'll let me know, is that in between each chapter, there's a full, like, 30-minute live-action episode in between each chapter. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're, is that good or bad? Oh, it's good. Quantum Break is both a video game and a television series wrapped into one, and they work in cohesion with each hmm. other. Wow. Um, so it doesn't, like, you're in the game, you're playing a bunch of action scenes, and you gotta, like, sit there for 30 minutes and watch a video, and that doesn't, like, take you out of it? No, and you don't, you don't, you can, you could just stop there and then move on. The Remedy games, they, they love telling stories. Like, this, there's, there's some decision-making aspects of this game, but it just affects weird sort of background stuff. Um, it's, it's really focused on, on telling a concrete story, and Alan Wake was really representative of that. They'd have basically episodes, and then in between the, ep- the episodes would actually encourage you to, at that point, stop playing, maybe wait a little while and pick it up again. And then when you start the next, the next episode, it says, previously on Alan Wake. It does the same thing in, in Quantum Break as well. So if you play like once every week on the same day, it's like a television series, an interactive television yeah. series. So the live-action component of the show tells you what is happening on the villain's end of things. And this, the game uses all real actors, so it's just it just feels like you're seeing more of the game in in a lot of ways. Um, and things that you do in the game actually affect the live action show as well. They're extremely minor. It's more of a stupid parlor trick, so don't get too excited. But it's an interesting little thing they did. Um, it's also available on PC. I should mention it's got problems like Remedy's games is actually so full like so full of content that you will go around and read a journal and take maybe 15 minutes reading a journal when really the energy of the narrative implies that you should absolutely at no point stop to do something like that in the middle of of that part of the narrative. It doesn't make sense. But you got to be a completist because it's a video game, so you start reading some stuff. Just like in Alan Wake, you want to keep playing through the game, but you also want to watch everything on the televisions. Mm-hmm. So I usually just skip all that stuff in games. Oh, I mean, and and... And that's that's the hard part about it is maybe it's worth two playthroughs because the extra content in Quantum uh, Break is really enriching. I, I'll add the, the title does suck. It's a shitty title, but it's a great game. <laughs> hey, Brandon. Um, yeah, what's up? I've been talking a while. Why don't you tell us about a video game? Why don't you talk about Final Fantasy 15? I can't. I haven't played it yet. I want to play it so bad. All right. So everything you text me sounds we, crazy. Yeah, and the images I keep sending you. So here's the thing: like JRPGs have actually been in decline the past decade in popularity in like mainstream video games. They've been Kind of losing, they've been losing popularity not only in America, but in Japan. Well, they keep trying to like change them into yeah. something different, and everybody has a different spin on what that well, should be. They've mostly been losing because Western RPGs have been coming up with great, massive open world games that are, that are good quality, like Skyrim, The Witcher, Fallout. Like the, those series have been taking over. Like um, the reason I didn't like uh, Final Fantasy <laughs> 14. 13. No, thir- 13. This is so linear. Yeah, it was just like you just felt like you were playing a rail shooter. That's everyone's complaint about I it. Hated and it's, it. for the most part, it is. You're right. 
Um, that was probably what everyone thinks is one of the worst ones, even though I really like the music and it's very pretty. But yeah. So yeah, but you felt like you were on rails. You couldn't even choose which party members you well, wanted then, to have. This most is of the, the opposite of that, uh, basically. <laughs> um, sure so this game's actually been in development for ten years. So yeah, I remember because I actually pre-ordered this ten years ago. It was called like Final Fantasy. Did you really? Thirteen yes. versus oh, originally. Yeah. Yeah, it was that ga- weird game that we saw once that was like called Versus. Uh huh. And it's since then switched directors. It's switched some development people. And so you're like, oh, this game's gonna come out. It's going to do the massive open world thing. It's going to be a clusterfuck of different ideas that don't mesh well, and it's just going to be a, a just a mishmash of horrible things. For some reason, a long time ago, you could order the like pre-order it on Amazon, and <laughs> I did. And did that hold up? Did they honor it? No. Oh. Oh, what bastard! Well, I they they what refunded bastards? it after like a while because they were like, oh well, we're not sure when this is going to happen. So, so Final Fantasy fifteen did come out, and they kept the JRPG elements at hardcore. JRPG fans would like, you know, the characters and the story, but put it in a westernized, massive open world setting. And it is one of the most polished and best open world games I've ever played. It works. If there were any flaws in the development cycle, I don't know what they are. I mean, there's a few maybe bugs. Did you play Witcher 3? Yes. No, The Witcher 3 is great. Um, But this game, the open world feels more real and more alive than any open world I've ever played. There are things everywhere. There's animals, there's monsters, there's treasures, there's dungeons, there's just things everywhere. And there was a little debate over the size of the game being bad because I think The Witcher 3 is something like 28 square miles if you go from one side to the other and like all the four corners. Mm -hmm. This game is like 780 square miles. Wow. Um, and that's, that's what I've, I've read everywhere online. Whether or not that's true, I don't know. I've played, I'm like 60 hours into the game and it's massive. And there's, well, all you have in Witcher is a horse to ride around. Exactly. Well, you can fast travel, but still, if you ride a horse from one side of the world to the other, it won't take that long. If you, if you, like, walk from one side of the world to the other in The Witcher, it'll take a while. But if you try to walk from one side of the world to the other in Final Fantasy XV, it might take, like, half a day. (laughs) I don't, I don't know if it'll take that long, but it's gonna take a very, very long time. And so, the, the thing about the game that's so good is, I don't know how it's so polished since it switched, like, development, teams and directors so much but there's so much detail in the game like all the characters are constantly moving they're constantly fidgeting they're constantly doing things um they're commenting about quests you've done before they're all speaking to each other if you're like in a town they'll just comment on random things they see and there's there's so much that sometimes i don't see them repeating things at all although there's the occasion where they've said something more than once obviously but it's a very good game that that if you're a fan of RPGs or even open world games and you can withstand JRPG characters, I recommend. So you're saying it. that the characterization is very of its kind. Yes, it, it's they're JRPG characters. But I mean, how does it? I I like Final Fantasy VII. Uh, well, it's nothing like seven. I like Final Fantasy Nine. It's nothing like nine. Did you play the the demo for fifteen? Like that came out. I don't know. Maybe I think it was a yeah, yeah. year ago Where, like, or something. You go camping and all that. I don't remember camping, but I remember like you were some little kid and oh, that there was one like I, a shrunk. That one I played area. recently. Yeah, that's not anything to do with the game. That was just like a fun kind of tech demo. Okay, but it has nothing. To, it, it it unlocks something in the game. Because that didn't make it. me interested in the game at all. No, there's like, an it actually actual... turned me off of Final Fantasy 15, and that's probably why I didn't pre-order it is because of that demo. Well, Cap, you played, you saw that demo where you fight the giant behemoth mm-hmm, thing, mm-hmm. and yeah, there's an actual gameplay demo that's legit crazy. Okay, and so. 
Um, one of I my couldn't fa- believe it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, one of my... A lot of people were saying, well, the world's so big, it's obviously going to be just nothing but boring and driving around in cars. And it's not. There, It is a huge world, and it, you do benefit from driving around in cars because you have a car that you can drive I, around in. I think but somebody, you don't have to. I think somebody told me that the combat's really simplistic, like there's only block and attack. The combat, while simple, is friggin' awesome. And it's actually way more complicated than that. There are... Not only can you switch between when weapon types seamlessly while you're fighting. What about dress spheres? I want dress spheres. <laughs> there, there's a few different outfits, but no, there's no dress spheres. But the combat is great because you have other characters with you and you can link attacks with them seamless. Like and, Chrono Trigger? Yeah. Wow. It's it's seamless. You hit a button and one of your characters will run up to you and you like grab each other and like dual hit something with a giant sword and then you'll transform your sword back I, I, Nikki, into you played this? a regular Chrono sword. Trigger? Oh no! I, 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 <laughs> sorry, yeah, Chrono Trigger is very pretty. Chrono, Tr- Chrono Trigger is very pretty. Yeah, uh, sorry, that's what I was just like. Yeah, no. I like that game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, everything is like upgradable and customizable, and it's it's. There's a lot of content. I I've literally done like 200 quests. Tell me about the mountain, Brandon. There is. Tell me about the mountain. This might be a negative for people. There's the boss fights are ridiculous in this game, and there are some that are gigantic. Well, I mean, there's al- there's always the omega weapon, right? You know, like something of that. Of that yeah, kind, you know? this some, one an there's possible challenge. There's a quest you can get close to the end of the game, and I don't even know if you can beat it till after the game. But there's a an enemy that's literally a mountain that comes out of the ground. It's, Al- it's an Alexander. Is it Alexander? No, oh. it's it's an Adamantois, and it and it comes out of the ground. Oh, and that makes sense, actually. It's literally the size of a of a of a mountain. It's a, an actual mountain, and um, you have to fight it. Let's okay. say the Blue Ridge Mountains. It's. Let- I mean, it's a, It's just there's this mountain that you you run by the entire game. Yeah. And near the end, you realize it's a fucking sleeping turtle, and it comes uh-huh. up, and it's just like you can get in your car and try to outrun it, but it just swings its neck, and it could just fucking kill you. Hmm. It's really cool. So, yeah, no, everything I've played about the game has been... Did you say the part about the 72 hours? Oh, yeah. It, um, the developers claim it takes 72 hours to beat it. Not game hours, real life, 72 hours. Okay, that's, I mean, that's not Without leaving the battle. I mean, there's 80 hour plus games, there's 100 hour games, so that's No, 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 no. I'm talking about this one boss fight. Wait, what? This one, yeah, <laughs> boy, go. this one that's turtle, <laughs> this one boss fight takes 72 hours to beat. How? I don't know. I haven't tried to fight it yet. I've seen it and then I ran away. Mm. I'm not there yet, but I'll let you know. How? I don't <laughs> know. Um, I, I mean, it. I've played some really long boss fights before. I think I've fought like maybe a two or three hour boss in a game before that was ridiculous. I know in Final Fantasy XII, there was that one that takes like seven hours. I was like, this is, I'm never, and I just quit. So I don't I, know I how 72 hours is going to happen. I of, like, maybe Blue Dragon or Lost Odyssey or something like that. Oh, I, I wanted to play that. I never did. Oh, so good. Mm, it's what I heard. But, uh, yeah. So if, if, if you like open world games, you really should try Final Fantasy XV. If you hate Japanese RPGs, you might it, still not like it a ton. That's a, that's a, that's a pretty... Although I'm kind of digging the story a lot. A, a lot. I mean, what... Is there, let's say in qual- in terms of quality of characters and storytelling, is there another Final Fantasy game you'd compare it to? No, I can't. I don't really. This this is t- at a whole nother level. This this is basically the story is a bunch like the prince of a kingdom goes off with his like three best friends and bodyguards. He's gonna get married, and they're like basically going on a road trip together to get married. And while they're out, like shit happens, and they can't go back to like their kingdom, and like, the whole world gets kind of messed that up. Sounds pretty cool. It is, and the and the story is great, but like. It's one of those games where you can you can play the story and probably knock it out in like twenty hours, but the side quests take up most of 
most of the game time. But it's not, most of the side quests actually do something. They unlock skills I'm, or they unlock parts and customizable things. Am I going to like these characters as much as I like Tifa and Barrett and Kate Sith and all those, those cats from Final Fantasy VII? Like. Probably not. No? I mean. What, what about, what about. They just don't seem too distinct. They are when you what spend hours with them. And, uh, Steiner. Well, and I don't like Nine, so I mean, I wouldn't. I uh, thought it was boring, and I thought all the characters were boring, so I don't know what, what to about tell you. Squall and <laughs> don't Renoa? Even, don't and even. Oh, Kino you and Kinoa. 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 I will say there's two. There's two. The only two downsides I could actually find of the game are the horrible English voice acting so i had to switch it to japanese oh i just it wasn't uh, it wasn't doing yeah. it for me i mean they have all the money in the world and they, they just get what whoever the fuck uh, does they, it they didn't get steve really? bloom it's like no not that i heard not, and i'm sure the voice actors themselves could do it great but the direction for the voice acting is probably i've had to do there. that on a lot of jrpgs you I, have to they just that's just a thing that i'm used to now so i don't care i prefer it in japanese the yeah. way it was made but whatever yeah so yeah hmm, hmm. but no it's 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 a great hmm, 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 it's hmm. a great Great, great. I haven't stopped playing it. I want to go home and play right now. Actually, one actually one of the, one of my favorite features is you don't when you get experience, it doesn't do anything to level you up until you sleep or find a place to rest. And you can do that by like sleeping in motels and and hotels and things which give you more experience or you can go camping and you make little campfire meals of of ingredients you've collected around the world and you collect recipes and things. Oh, and these these recipes can give you buffs like uh, more health regeneration or more attack so for, like the, for the entire Warcraft. for the entire next day. And there's things to upgrade that too. Mm-hmm. You know so. what's interesting is that they just there's a new um, video for the next Zelda game, which I can't remember the name of right now. Fresh uh, Fresh Breath, Breath of <laughs> Breath of Fresh Air, <laughs> I think it's called um, Breath of the Wild. Yes, Breath of the Wild, um, which just sounds very, very stinky is what it says. How that's <laughs> <laughs> they should just call it halitosis. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they're two of the guys from Nintendo's treehouse. They're, they're swapping through these item screens and it looks like, I mean, this looks like Elder Scrolls, the Zelda edition. Um, the amount of detail that's in this game. Link has a whole, his food inventory is full of different very attractive looking steak meals. Giblets! I, I hope it doesn't do that thing like every Zelda game where every time you turn on the game and get a rupee, it explains to you what that rupee is again. I'm pretty sure they got rid of You got of a green shit. rupee. This is worth I, one. Like, shut up. I know. Thanks, I haven't I played seen the game. that on any of these demos so far. <laughs> I played the game 30 hours. Because, I know what a rupee is. Because it, it, it hit a... You got a purple rupee. It hit a threshold <laughs> in uh, in Skyward Sword that was unforgivable uh, with the amount of overexplanation. Oh, every time you so. turn on the game, it reset I, every type of item you would get. I mean, I'm pretty sure that this Zelda is the same, is a byproduct of the same changing, changes in, in the role playing dynamic globally as, uh, Final Fantasy. But basically, I'm, I don't know if I love or hate the fact that there's probably gonna be a so ton many of open cooking, world. cooking oh. mini games in Zelda. Well, here's the, I don't wanna get invested yeah. like that. Well, here's I the thing, you're not invested in Fallout. There's I've never no, made a meal. It's not a cooking mini game per se where you actually have to press buttons or cook anything. So you just pick the recipe <laughs> and you <laughs> yeah, have the ingredients not, you make it's it. It's not but, cooking, mama. Yeah. Well, sure? No, because there are RPGs where you actually have to do that. Don't get but me started about Monster Hunter. You have to down a lot of like 10,000 different rare ingredients. In Cooking Mama? No, in Final Fantasy. No, you don't. I- I've never gone out of my way to find anything. I there's just shit everywhere. Like, okay. there's just there's bushes with things in them, and there's trees with things in them. I think that that's you where can go Cap to, was saying he didn't yeah. want to go into that much detail to, to yeah. cook a meal See, in a you game. You can go to a rest stop, and they'll have like their own type of like food you can buy for provisions, and just get them. You don't, but I find everything. I've never had to do that. Uh, so, but if you cook, you get buffs. 
Yeah, for the whole next day. But do you get experience like you would at a hotel? Yeah, yeah, you do. If you sleep, anytime you sleep, all the experience you've accumulated goes towards leveling. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, no, it's it's a really cool, I know it's weird, but they did it so well that I'm worried I won't be able to play other open world <laughs> games because it's so massive. You're and getting it, spoiled. It doesn't actually feel like a massive, bland world. It feels like a real world. Like I said, you're, if you're in your car, all your characters are talking to each other. They're moving. One will like start taking out of a book. Other ones will like lean back. One will sit on like the back of the, like, the trunk. Like they always are doing something. They're never just sitting still staring at the front like in Grand Theft Auto or something while you're driving a car. They're always moving. Every character's moving and speaking and there's animals like you'll be driving your car there's and there'll stuff be animals. Stuff that goes on yeah. in the cars in Grand Theft Auto. I don't exactly. know what you're well, talking about. Sometimes, you, <laughs> sometimes you're banging somebody in these cars. Yeah, that's right. They're shooting um, out the windows and stuff. And you Sometimes know, you pick up your cousin, go and, out to play dust. Yeah, but there'll be like there'll be there'll be <laughs> yeah. like a herd of animals that run across the road, and you'll have to like you'll have to break. And there's a lot of people who are like, oh, what if well, you don't? well, I don't know. Actually, I've never experienced <laughs> that. If you have someone else drive your car, because one of your main characters is like the driver, um, he will break automatically. If you take over and just auto drive, because you can do that too. I don't actually know. You um, find out. <laughs> and there's a whole other great dynamic that happens at night because, you know, obviously there's day and night cycles because you have to have that now where just traveling at night is crazy hard at the beginning of the game because there's, there's just level 50 monsters that will come out when you're level two out of the ground, out of the roads. They'll actually come out of the streets and block mm. your car. And I spent 30 minutes once because I was driving a car to a town. I'm like, I'm going to get there. And this thing comes out of the road and I literally had to run and jump off the road into the woods and just run to find some place to hide and get away from it because it was like one hit killing us. Mm. It was pretty fun. He doesn't, they don't follow you that much. There is a radius, like a battle radius. And once you go out of there, you can escape. But then other things were popping up and it was just good times. It was crazy. <laughs> so it's, I don't know how they pulled it off switching like the directors and the developers so much, but it is a really polished game. I, I rarely find any glitches because a game this size there's always glitches. Like the Witcher 3, you see heads on backwards. The Bethesda games. I mean, I haven't seen any glitches. There's some camera angle glitches that suck during battles, but you get really like used to controlling the, the camera in battle. The whole so. sleeping to level up thing kind of worries me, but that's just because I have uh, a, a trauma in my past from Final Fantasy twelve. Where I love twelve, by the way. So. Where I got into a situation where the only save point that I had uh, for a really long time was on in a place where... There was pretty much just the boss, and then no mobs to kill. And I couldn't so level up, and I wasn't strong enough to kill the boss. <laughs> so hopefully they have some sort of mechanism where you don't need... Because I've gotten in situations in other Final Fantasy games where I needed to level up more... I'm going to tell you right now... Before I got to a boss. They have that mechanism. Okay. Yes. What 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 you want... I've got to go take a nap before this fight. There is, there is a at a point in the game where... There's some shit that goes down, and you can't really go back. But there is there is a way to to fight enemies and go back and stuff. So okay, as long as I don't get traumatized. There's again. there's no there's no point in the game where you're literally trapped and can't fend for yourself. So far, I haven't been it yet, but I'll let you know if I get to the end. I'm like, oh, that's fine. why I never finished Final Fantasy XII no. because I got too but frustrated. The the game also has PS4 Pro support, um, which means it'll load slightly faster and it'll be slightly uh, clearer, more crisp pixels and shit like that. I don't, I don't know to what degree, but I, it does have the support, which I can't turn on because I don't have a PS4 Hashtag Pro Hashtag crisp pixels. Yep. Hashtag crisp pi- pixels. Crisp, pic- <laughs> crisp pickles. Hashtag crisp pickles. Mm. Crisp pickles. Um, and there's also... <laughs> there's there's also uh, dungeons that you can randomly find in the world. Like, they're not... There's not, like... 
Sometimes you'll have to go for a main story, but there's also just hidden. Kind of like Adventure Time, where you just go around flipping, <laughs> flipping over rocks. Yeah, and- I mean, there'll Dodgers, be that sounds spooky, man. I'm, you'll you'll I'm, run I'm randomly. Chris Pickles. Yeah, like- <laughs> oh, hey, Chris Pickles, get out of here. Chris Pickles doesn't like things to be too spooky because I got I got to read children ch- stories to children at the public library. Does Does Chris Pickles have Chris Pixels? Um, so the last thing I'm going to say about this game before I move on is there's tons of My after... works just fine, thank you. You should mention that, though. It's not nice. <laughs> there are tons of after game content, as well as there's tons of uh, free stuff and paid stuff coming out in the holidays and next year. So they're releasing New Game Plus, which isn't in the game. Oh um, god, I love. I really love when people pick nickel and dime me yeah. for my crisp pickles. Well, those are f- that's free. That's that's free stuff. Is is oh. ho- there's like a well, holiday pack? There's re- can- there's, said there's paid stuff. There's there's some episodes where you play as the other characters on like a separate thing they've been doing. Do they have the a game. season pass? Because yes, that's they, one of my favorite uh, things is just immediately buying an extra twenty to thirty dollars. Name worth one of game. Extra Name DLC one game that doesn't have before it even comes out. Bor, how much have you spent on World of Warcraft? <laughs> A lot, exactly. but you know, mainly because it's got the fifteen or fourteen dollar a month subscription fee. I mean, you I don't did, pay for a, like an expansion. I did say act- yeah. actively save money by buying the season pass for Fallout before they realized that uh, Far Harbor was going to be the size of an actual game, and they were going to have to jack up the prices. So I got it for cheaper than anybody would be buying it at a la carte. So there's that. Yeah, but see. World of Warcraft is an MMO, and they have to have massive this amounts might of well servers <laughs> and constantly streaming new content to you. Whereas Final Fantasy games, I expect you know it to be more compartmentalized yeah. and not, Any, anyway, not have to be online all the time and stuff. They tried something, and where it may have been a massive failure, I think they did something really amazing. It's one of the number one selling games right now. It's 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 one of the number one selling games of all time in Japan. And the funny thing is, it sold over like. It sold over like 690,000 units on PS4 in Japan, 3,700 units on Xbox One. So you can see the difference there between Xbox and PS4. Just because PS4 is just, it's Japan, so obviously they're going to support their own shit. Xbox has never done that well in Exactly. Japan. Yeah, yeah, never ever. Um, hey, so that's the show. I got a, uh, a comic book shout out real quick since we didn't mention comic books. If you read comic books and you want to check out a comic book, check out Rockstars by Joe Harris. That's the guy who's written the amazing X-Files comic that is 100% better than that garbage that was released to us this year which is a a fail of 2016 that i actually forgot to mention in the episode but oh my god fuck the x-files but the x-files comic is great by joe harris and so is rockstars rockstars is about all of the like rock and roll conspiracies like uh paul is dead or did did ozzy osbourne really eat a bat um it's about that stuff um what if it was kind of true what if there were like secret mysteries what if there was a kid who was so adept at at all these uh figuring out the reality of all these mysteries that he could solve a modern day paranormal mystery based on a legendary rock band so um (laughs) check out rock stars um by joe harris it's awesome taking us out we got a brand new christmas jam since it's the holidays this is christmas slam dunk by hot dad he's gonna put the christmas ball and the christmas hoop (laughs) i always love a good hot dad song (laughs) i love christmas jam He knows what he
Dream Team today Next week it's the Hanukkah team, okay We've gotta win Bring the red war paint all over my face Candy cane in my lips gonna lick the cane In just a blitz I've got the pistol, you got the hoop Gonna dribble that ornament like on a shoe Running down the court like a sled dog, yeah I'm a Christmas hero on my Christmas head Standing up tall, jolly strong and brave We're the Christmas boys playing festive games Elf cheerleaders leading the way Jingle bells ring out another quarter done day Flying through the atmosphere inside Gonna do a Christmas rundown Put the Christmas ball in the Christmas hoop Gonna run down court to the holiday moves for you Gonna do a Christmas rundown Break the holiday backboard, holiday clothes Raining down to the floor like snowflakes on the roof Holiday halftime show Featuring musical guest you do minus Bono The crowd is screaming carolers do Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.